Brian Gutekunst says that the Green Bay Packers will not be able to do what they did last year in free agency. And so, free agency is upon us. The Packers don't make many moves. And yet, Packer fans are surprised Pikachu face. Crossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packers, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Yep, I'm doing it on a Saturday because anything to keep me from going insane. Well, I also have Animal Crossing, which I've sunk an unhealthy amount of hours into, but I've already paid off my first loan for my home and my museum is coming in nicely. Grossy. And today we're going to be grading the Packers' free agency moves so far. Obviously, I believe there is still some bargain hunting to come, but we're just going to judge them based off of the moves they've made up to this point. So let's uh, let's jump right into it. Now, one of the biggest needs that the Green Bay Packers needed coming off of a season where they were one game away from the Super Bowl, but it was a, it was a long game away was obviously upgrading inside linebacker. They let Blake Martinez go for a three-year deal for $30 million to the Giants. There was no way we were going to pay him that kind of money. And plus, we needed to have an improvement at that position over Blake Martinez. And so the Packers, very early on, went and got Christian Kirksey from the Browns. And we've done an entire video on Christian Kirksey's. You can go and you can check that out. It's on this channel. Obviously, uh... One of the big upsides is his athleticism, is that he's pretty decent in coverage. Yeah, okay with stopping the run, but the big question mark is can he remain healthy as he hasn't been for these past two seasons. So I'm not willing to say that at the inside linebacker position, the Green Bay Packers have improved, but the potential is there. I think that this is still... um, a a position that needs a lot of attention, whether it was to go out and get somebody in free agency like a Corey Littleton, which obviously didn't come to fruition, or spending that draft capital in that first round or second round, but I would would say maybe first round, ensuring up that that position. Now, obviously, we have guys like Oren Burks, which we have no idea. That's a big old question mark of what's going on there. I know people have said about moving Rashawn Gary to the inside, which just seems like a waste of his talent. Um, and so at this position, I'm happy with them getting Christian Kirksey, but it feels like the first step and there needs to be following steps at that position. And so I would say that Kirksey is, the potential is an upgrade over Martinez, but we have to wait and see if he can stay on the field. Then, of course, releasing, or not re-signing, Brian Bulaga, Iowa, to the tears and chagrin of every Packers fan. We just didn't really have the cap space to do it, him going and signing a deal with the Chargers. And instead, we replaced him for, <laughs> good God, uh, basically no money. Even the Lions are paying more money for Ricky Wagner this year than we are. But getting Ricky Wagner at right tackle. Again, there's another video on him on this channel if you're interested and Ricky Wagner again has his flaws uh, in that there there's some there's some big positives. He he's get, he commits a bunch of penalties, um, but he's also led up about six sacks uh, 
two seasons previous. Uh, he didn't let too many go this past season, but he also was out with an injury. Uh, Ricky Wagner, considering his age, again, this is a Band-Aid. He is a bargain-level guy that we wind up getting, similar to Kirksey, and I feel like this is, again, step one. I thought we were going to keep Valdir to be that right tackle guy, and then we were just going to draft somebody, but this is another position where I would say we did not get better. Brian Bulaga... Obviously, he's been a staple of that at right tackle, but he has been plagued by injuries. But last year, that guy was a freaking rock and played through everything. And so, yeah, I think there was definitely a downgrade here. It's going to be interesting to see if we move Jenkins along the line, if we you know move around Billy Turner. But, yeah, right now, I would say our right tackle... Uh, positions is still still is a, a pretty gaping hole then over at tight end we obviously got rid of jimmy graham thank god and the bears went and overpaid for him haha but we re-signed mercedes lewis um and we're gonna roll with jay sternberger and i love this move obviously a lot of you wanted austin hooper you're even talking about guys like delaney walker or eric ebron but I am totally good with seeing what we got of Jay Sternberger. We spent a bunch of draft capital on him last year. Obviously, he was injured, didn't play a whole lot. Showed those flashes when he was on the field. Let's see what the kid has. I mean, at this point, I think that we can be a successful team without a tight end. And if you don't believe me, I mean, we made it to the NFC Championship game basically without a tight end in Jimmy Graham. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, th- this, uh, I'm not really identifying as a huge need for the Packers. Tight end is like kind of like a luxury position, and I love the fact that we brought back Mercedes Lewis. He's an excellent blocker and has shown that he also can make some big-time plays every now and then, and so I'm happy with that. And so, obviously, those were the only two moves so far for the Packers, and I wouldn't say that, again, that they've gotten necessarily better during this free agency, but I also wouldn't say that they've overall gotten worse. We're getting comp picks for Blake Martinez and also for Bulaga. We didn't re-sign guys like Kyler Fackrell, BJ Goodson, uh, Jared Valdir, Danny Vitale, which... I know Aaron Nagler's very upset about that going over to the Patriots. No Geronimo Allison anymore. There's still question marks on if we're going to bring back guys on cheap uh, contracts like Tremont Williams or Tyler Irvin. Who knows what's going to happen with that. And so that brings me to my next point. And what are we going to do about wide receiver? Obviously, that is a position of need as well. And again, I want to emphasize this point where there's a lot of time left. The free agency just started, kids. Like, we're not even a week in at this point. So there's still plenty of time for us to go out and get a receiver. Apparently, we were interested in bringing in a guy like Emmanuel Sanders and that there was serious interest, but obviously that fell through. There are still guys who are around like Robbie Anderson, who the Green Bay Packers have shown interest in in the past, but, you know, he's talking about getting 10 to $15 million, which is just no. But it seems like there's not really a market for him he might wind up re-signing with the Jets on a cheap deal, but I, I mean, I also don't want to pay Robbie Anderson Devontae Adams-type money. Devontae Adams is making $12 million. It makes no sense to pay Robbie Anderson $10 million. Now, obviously, we're also going to get EQ back at that spot. We're going to have Kumaro is coming back. We have MVS, who hopefully can improve. Um, and, of course, we have Alan Lizard-Lazard, who showed flashes, and I think that he could do well. So, right now, where I'm looking at in the holes that the Green Bay Packers have to address, it's still inside linebacker. That hasn't been addressed. It's right tackle. Uh, and I would say that those two are like the biggest positions of needs within the draft. Then it's wide receiver, potentially cornerback, because who knows what ha- what is happening with Tremont Williams. And on top of that, Kevin King becomes a free agent next season. So we are going to have to address that as well. Uh, and we also have to re-sign Kenny Clark. I mean, we do not have a lot of spendable cap left unless we're going to start either making cuts or we're going to have to get crazy with numbers. But eventually we're going to have to pay those people. So 
I would think that if we go out and get a guy like Taylor Gabriel, for example, um, Perryman for, from the Buccaneers, these guys could potentially, you know, give some more competition um, in camp. But I, I think that the there's not really a lot of big moves that the Packers can or will make for the rest of this free agency. I see a lot of, like, you know, diving into the $5 bin at Walmart. And you know what? Every now and then you pull out Jingle All the Way, which is a great Christmas movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Love it. Uh, and so I think that's what we're going to see here is that the Packers aren't going broke. But I also want to emphasize this is that just because we're not making moves doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Again, for wide receiver, this draft is loaded with a ton of wide receiver depth. There could be inside linebackers that fall to us. Right tackle, I'm a little bit more concerned about, but it seems like at least we have some depth that we can move things around, some versatility in which you know that won't be uh, a position of weakness. But that being said... You look at what's going on with the rest of the division and like the Vikings are losing people left and right and re-signing Kirk Cousins. You have the Bears who are signing guys like Jimmy Graham and also Nick Foles. Now, again, they brought in Robert Quinn. I think their defense is going to continuously be good, but that's a point. The Lions, I mean, they're signing lots of big name guys like Jamie Collins, but is it going to work out? Because they also lose guys like Darius Slay. Um, we'll do a whole NFC North free agency breakdown video in the future. But I want to kind of like, calm the nerves of the Packer faithful out there is that Goody knows what he's doing. Um, I know we didn't get the guys that we, you know, that a lot of us were, were pining for like a Corey Littleton, but I still think the Packers are in good shape. I still think that we will be competitive. And again, there's a lot of time left for us to go out and get those bargain guys in free agency. And more importantly, our bread and butter is going to be the draft. We have to draft. Well, if we do not draft, well, this is going to be a significant problem um, because now at this point, there are a few holes within this Packers team that is not allowing us to compete with these elite level teams like the 49ers in the NFC. Oh, I just call them elite and I just want to vomit, but it's true. I mean, you look at the NFC championship game, like we had no business being there at that point. And we were obviously made it there by going 13 and three and, and being Seattle. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying in that actual game, it looks like we didn't show up. So we need to we need to fix those things. So I think we will, you know, whether it's with bargain guys here or more likely it's going to be through the draft. But uh, let me know what you think down in the comments below. Are you happy? Are you unhappy with the moves that the Packers have made thus far? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the Patreon members who are at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy. And a big shout out to everyone in the Grassy Posse for getting me over the hump to 60K last night. Much, much appreciated as we uh, continue to grow. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go Pack Go!